There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it is a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday hump day. We shall see what Lori and Julia have for us on this wonderful hump day. We don't know what we have. Who well, the hell knows? We're who knows? Happy it's Wednesday. Yes, tough yeah. day. Can't it's complain. Okay. We can't complain. Happy hours might be happening. I know it, and we're getting our our heat. Our heats come back. Yeah, the warm weather. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it is a heat wave. Is it going to be hot for like the next few days? Yeah, all the boaters. Looks happy. like uh, eighty six tomorrow for a high. Eighty seven. Then Saturday ninety four. Sunday ninety four as Whoa. well. Monday ninety one. So this weekend is going to be a hot day for boating. Hire nice. hire someone to water your pots and your plants. Well, you're, you're going to be out of town. I yes. know. Uh-huh. I know. I'm thinking that as we speak. Hollywood is having very strong feelings about Bill Cosby. Yes, they are. Very very strong. Wow. Everything from I am furious to. A miscarriage of justice has been corrected. What? That was from Felicia Rashad, <laughs> his TV wife. Okay. She said, finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected, and people are retweeting her and just writing by Felicia. Well, she was Mrs. Crosby. But and and her name is the, Felicia. Yeah, I know. It's spelled it's different. Really, yes. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. I, again. This, this is why sexual assault survivors don't come forward. This is exactly why. Even if you have the proof, even if you have the evidence, you know, it could be ruled a, a technicality. It could be this, that. You won't, might, won't believe. I mean, wow. He's, mm-hmm. I think he's out right now. I think now. he is. I'm, I just, wow. Uh-huh. I mean, Bill Cosby is free and Britney is still not free of her dad. Okay? <laughs> I mean, the irony abounds. Wow. Right? Yep. And then, and then Allison Mack was sentenced to three years in prison for a role for Nexium. So she tried very, very, very hard to stay out of prison. You know, twisted her hat. Please, sir, I have zero prison time. But she did. <laughs> she did. I, apparently, I saw Catherine Oxenberg and her daughter on GMA, and they're today, her, yeah, talking about this because her daughter was brought in, and she was her daughter first went with Catherine Oxenberg because yeah. they thought it was like some female empowerment Self-help. mindfulness yes. meeting, yes. and and uh, anyway, but the the Catherine Oxenberg's daughter just said, Allison Mack, she said she was his number one recruiter, sure, right. Anyway, they were happy that, you know... She got three years. Well, I don't think the sentencing had happened yet um, when they were on this morning. But, I mean, she was in that cult for like three or four years. Yeah, I know. Um, So, anyway... 
Another, another bad behavior news. What uh, else do we got out there? James Franco is going to spend uh, pay two million dollars to uh, the women who, who took his acting class, his acting school. Yeah, yeah. and then okay. he like assaulted them as far as like making up, you know, kissing and sex scenes, and uh, yes, using that as a way to. So he pulled out his checkbook to avoid any serious trouble. Basically, Basically. wow. Yeah, well, yeah. Go. So yeah. that's uh, Hollywood. Behaving badly and the reactions to it, but uh, so that is happening. I got sucked into Bosch last night with Casey. I, I wanted to watch Sex Life, Julia. We're going to talk about Sex Life later in our show, later in the hour. But oh my gosh, that Bosch is so good. Mm-hmm. That is a great show on Amazon. I mean, the filming in LA just made me long for LA. Right. It's just because we didn't get our little LA no, trip this year. We and, didn't. Uh, anyway, but Titus Welliver, my question for him is how does he keep that white braided bracelet white? He's got a macrame bracelet yeah. that he wears, and I'm always like, how does that guy keep that thing so Probably white? Probably has several of them, honey, and yeah, it has a snap in well, the back. I know, but I'm just saying that as Bosch, his character, it's like nobody really can wear a white macrame bracelet every single day. It's just like one of his little tells that's kind of a quirky yeah. character part of him, but... Yeah. And that's on Amazon if people haven't watched it. It's his seventh and final season. Then it's going to be a spinoff because if you're a Michael Conley fan of the books, Bosch does take a turn and he goes from a homicide detective at West Hollywood, which I'm assuming that's what this last season is, sure. solving cases to doing something else. Oh, interesting. And interesting. Still, you know, in the te- detective area, but um if you've watched that show, you know, he's always kept pic- pictures of people unsolved yes, crimes. Yep, yep, yep. So I think if I'm remembering the book right, That's he might be... go to cold he does he, cold cases, cold cases All right. where he decides to do that, but something happens in his career at Hollywood Homicide. Division. Got it. Got it. Anyway, well, kind of good. So I golfed last night for the first time in a year. How was that? In a year. Well. How'd the clubs feel? You know, one of them, I have like this mixed one hybrid club, a three kind of hybrid iron wood. Mm -hmm. That is my only club that I'm good with. Yeah. And a couple times I had some good spanking going on. Um, You know, Grant, for me, if the ball goes in the air and it travels a little way, Uh it's a good day. Hey, did you have fun? It was so beautiful out. Last night was... And I haven't been on a golf course, and I forget how pretty they are. Oh, oh my gosh. It was so gorgeous and um, peaceful. Just fun hanging out with uh, my friends. And um, I just loved the social part of golfing where you sit and you just ride around and you talk. And you can't, then you get out of your cart and you go hit a ball. And, and then you get like, back in. And, why did I hit a grounder? Why no, did I hit a worm? Uh, what do we, what do we call burners. the worm burners? Yeah. Yeah. Those. Well, mine goes straight, so I'm always feeling like I have a positive something about it. Um, on the final hole, I decided to take out my driver because that doesn't come out because it scares the crap out of me. And I, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever use a driver when I play. It's I just can't. I slice too much. So I same. three wood all day long. Yep. So I'm with you. The three wood or something, but a hybrid. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, Lorene, you might still have a little golf left in you. Ah, uh, yeah, I should have got my repaired shoulder. I love my seven wood. I'm it's not afraid so of my driver, and I got a Harley Davidson putter. It's one of the only sports you can play your entire life. Yeah. That's what my grandpa always said. You can't it, go if you don't have like any a back uh, issue. Yeah, a, oh, a shoulder back issue. Like Casey, I wish he could play golf, but same. 
Me too. He has like a separated shoulder that just can't do he that yelled. direction. Right. Yeah. I grew up with it my whole life. It was my entire every can you being. Not golf anymore? And I can't golf with my back. You I, can't? No, if I sit in one of these chairs for a half hour, I'll be in pain all night long. Yeah. I can't I can't even mess with the swing. Did they fuse you or something silly like that? No, uh, long story. All I right. broke my back in high school and I have spondylitis, sacralitis, a bunch of different things combined and manual labor on the golf course my whole yeah. life was part of the problem as well. I got to okay. ask you, have you ever seen anyone golf barefoot? All the time. That's what I used, I used to do. I used to do it. It's not good with the chemicals that we used to spray, but uh, now chemicals are pretty safe. But yeah, back in the day, I wouldn't recommend it. Or chewing on your tea. Don't chew on the golf tea because that is a full right. of chemicals. Ori, oh. I used to do it because I didn't have golf shoes. Yeah, well, Casey said your brother used to yep. do it just yep. because he liked the feeling of the grass. Yes. He felt he had a better grip than the golf Right. Shoe. You can feel. And the nice thing, too, if you can go find a golf course that'll let you take your shoes off and have fun, like our old golf course, Lakeview Golf Course, yeah. we didn't care. You could bring your own beer. You could take your shirt off out there, take your shoes. As long as you pay and have fun and are respectful to other people, go at it. That's yeah. That was our rule. I just we were, have never seen that last night on the news. I'm like, why is that lady golfing barefoot? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And Casey's like, oh, he goes, yeah. He said, John, I always golf yep. barefoot. And then you don't get that sock tan, too, which is never beautiful. <laughs> no, right. Exactly. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Well, tomorrow is July 1st. It also would have been Princess Diana's 60th birthday. Wow. And so tomorrow, Prince William and Prince Harry, along with a total of 13 other people, apparently it's still COVID restrictions, only 14 people will gather at Kensington Palace to reveal a special statue. And they came up with this idea, I think, like... 2017. Yeah, a few years ago. The brothers did. Yeah, so here's Kelly uh, Kobiea from the Today Show reporting. It's a place Princess Diana loved, planted in white to celebrate her life in 2017. Brothers William and Harry, still close then, wanted something more permanent, a statue of their mother, to help visitors reflect on her life and legacy. Your mom was a wonderful woman. Prince William struggled following the loss of his mother in 1997, but has since opened up about his pain. Prince Harry told Oprah Winfrey how he battled to cope with the grief. I was so angry with what happened to her and the fact that there was no there was no justice. The same people that chased her into the tunnel photographed her dying on the back seat of that car. The loss was devastating. Her sons have said they take comfort in memories of a happier time. It was lovely to see them together because she was, you know, she was very joyous, and they were obviously absolutely the apples of her eyes. And there was a lot of laughter. Royal photographer Jane Fincher followed Princess Diana for almost two decades. She recalls moments of pure joy. The boys burst out of the doors, and Diana spotted them, and she ran the length of the yacht, going, "Oh, like my boys, you know, like this." It was one of Diana's favorite pictures. She had that in a frame above her dressing room. Finch. Oh, is that it? Okay, so it's this photo of, we've seen of Princess Diana, big smile, and she's got both of her arms out, and her boys are running, running to towards her. her. It's darling, yes. Yeah, yeah. so that darling. was the photographer who took that. I think there's just one more part of this audio. ...was there behind the lens when Diana helped change the world's attitude to AIDS patients. There's a lot of... Um, sympathy and compassion she was a compassionate person 
Diana's sons followed in her footsteps, carrying on with the work their mother started. Sorry. Her two sons are still such a living, strong embodiment of everything she was trying to do. I think that keeps her very much alive in our in our thoughts, particularly when you have big moments like this. Now that we're coming up on this very emotional anniversary, I mean, does that make it even harder for the family and for the brothers that, that there does seem to be this rift and they're not on the best of terms? For Harry and William, hopefully it won't overshadow what they're trying to do, which is to honor their mother's legacy with this public statue. Hard to believe it was only four years ago when the brothers came up with this idea, this way of honoring their mother, now being brought together again on her birthday. Guys? All right, Kelly, thank you. And of course, we're going to have a lot more on Princess Diana and that statue's unveiling. It'll be tomorrow on today. Okay, so it's yeah. going to be all eyes on the moment. That's right. And um, Andrew Morton had an interesting, you know, I forgot that, you know, Diana worked with him clandestinely with her book, Diana, Her True Story, mm -hmm. that by autobiography put out in 92. And she said in that book, she would, and apparently not just to Andrew Morton, but she would say to people, Harry would make a better king because of his temperament. And one of her nicknames for Harry was Good King Harry. Her nickname for William was Basher because he was always throwing tantrums and bashing things. And I think she picked up on the fact that William's temperament was always going to be an issue. And that's why she would always say William needs Harry because mm -hmm. he would balance out. He doesn't have the responsibility of William, but I'm sure she never expected that this would have happened. And in her last years, uh, I guess she and William were growing apart, even though he was only 15, he was very aware he was going to be King very much more getting closer to his father. Right. And apparently he, screamed at her for doing the Martin Bashir interview. And just recently, after that thing came out about Martin Bashir and that he tricked her, yes, Diana, yes. with all this stuff, William called his mother gullible and a paranoid liar. So my guess is Diana would be upset about her son's risk, but I think she would be mostly frustrated that William is so much like his father, Charles. Well, and, and to that point, so tomorrow the unveiling, you know, Wimbledon is going on, okay? Yeah. Large crowds are there, Lori. Mm -hmm. Large crowds in the same area. Yeah. So all the BS around all the COVID restrictions that we have had to scale this back because William's wife, Kate Middleton, is not, not going. Not there, yep. Um, Harry's wife is not going. She recently had a baby. Right. Um, their father is not going because he cites too much trauma to be there for his children, which well, is... Well, and Diana a, wouldn't have wanted him there. Let's be real. Okay. Yeah. And then the queen isn't going. Nope. Um, it's so, 15 total guests. Right. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
And so they scaled back Diana's family that would be present. I mean, it just feels very... Well, her two sisters and her brother are there. Right. But they had other people that were going to be there from Mm -hmm. some of the different charities that she worked for that were important, but they've scaled back all that. And I think it's 100% because it's going to be a stressful situation. No, it isn't. England is still... Uh, Wimbledon is only 40% capacity I know, for audience. I, I watch the crowds. Yeah. I've seen it. It's, it's. But, I mean, this is a, you know... A, I don't think this was ever meant to be a big thing. But, yeah, maybe they have scaled it back. Uh, I think they have. The reports are that they will be dignified as they reunite at the unveiling of, uh, the, of their mom's statue. But how does Harry get William to stop being jealous of him? I mean, that is the dilemma. Well, I've asked everyone that's worked yeah. with me and you for years, how yeah. do I stop Lori being jealous of me? It just <laughs> has never happened, Grant. It's hey. just, you, we all know it in the office place. And we just <laughs> cannot get Lori over a jealousy. But I will say this. So there are all these rumors, because we've seen Harry driving around. He's visiting with the children's place right now. Yesterday, we saw Prince William and the darling oh, pr- George. Um, baby, Royal Baby George at the big soccer he, he's game. He's not Royal Baby anymore. He's seven years old, and he had a suit and a tie on. They were calling him the magic, um, the lucky mascot. The lucky mascot he for was darling, because England beat Germany for the first time in 55 years in this soccer match, yeah. football. Well, and William, apparently, William and Kate have let George know he know, he knows now he will be king. They've broken the news to him. Okay. He's only seven. Well, Probably the same age William got it, and he started bashing things around. I would never tell a seven-year-old you know that I, he's going to be a king. I know. No. There's too many people in line. Anyway, at, stay tuned. Look at your grandfather. He's still waiting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen soon. Oh, all right. Listen, we come back. Have you watched the Netflix series Sex Life? Have you watched it? Do you call it porn? What is it? We need to know. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. Well, of the three of us, only Julia watched a little bit of Netflix's series, Sex, Sex Life. Give Sex slash life. And uh, this is the series everybody is talking about. Basically, this uh, uh, the actor who's in it uh, that we know from our show and real. If you watch that on Lifetime. In the third episode, there is a scene of him in the shower, um, and people are losing their minds because they're like, if that penis wasn't a prosthetic, then then <laughs> if, if he isn't a grower as well as a shower, he could kill someone with that thing. Okay. It's basically what the feedback has been. I, I want people to call us if you're watching this, 651-641-1071. I am shocked. At the show? At the show. Okay. Can you give us a setup yes. of the show? Okay, the I show know. is about this woman named Billy. Okay. So she had this racy, you know, going out life. She's got a PhD in psychiatry. She's a t- psychology. She teaches at like New York, uh, Columbia. I think she teaches at Columbia. Is she married, single, what? Initially, we're t- we hear about her life before her married life. Okay. Okay, so, so she, she has flashbacks, flashbacks All right. to when she had this wild going out life. She had this best friend who's another PhD psych lady and, and they, they would go out times. to clubs and they'd have wild times yeah. and she met this guy. Hey, oh, so okay. today that's the, the guy in the shower. Yes. That's the Adam. Um, and they're dating in real life. In real life. They okay. fell in love. He's from Australia Poor girl. Mm-hmm. and they met on the set <laughs> and they're in love. Okay. Okay. So in, in, it starts out with her today, breastfeeding her newborn baby. She's got like a four year old cute boy. She lives in the suburbs. She met this great guy named Cooper. 
He's an investment banker. He's beautiful. It's so porno, kind of. I mean, it's so dirty (laughs) for Netflix. I mean, I'm surprised. So it's number four trending on Netflix right now. And um, we'll see what these people want to weigh in on. And if they're thinking it is, is because it's shockingly nude, Lori. The creator of the show said that they still think there's too much of sex that we see that is through the male gaze. And they wanted to honestly portray the female desire and sexuality um, and make it be what would be real, what, what real women are Acting like, behaving like, thinking right. about. So when you call it porn, it no, may, I, I don't mean it isn't porn. I mean, it's just, I want. I don't know. It isn't. It, it was just I, that's just an easy word. It's very explicit. Because when I think of porn, I think it's of porn not, as being something where the woman is sort of no, subjugated no. to no, the no, male. No, not at all. Okay, not at so, all. She you. is in charge. It's here. explicit. It's explicit. And I was desire. surprised. Okay, well, because we, we don't see, see it. We yeah. don't see this since Showtime quit doing their adult after hours stuff. Hey-o. Well, Hey-o. It, it, but yeah, not very many you shows don't. do we see that. And it's good. It's, it's all right. So, Grant, who wants to chat with us? We've got a couple with us right now. Let's talk to Nina first. All right, <laughs> Nina, what are you thinking of this show? I'm loving it. Yes. It's, it's great. I mean, we don't see this kind of stuff, and we should. It's sex positive. It's for women. Mm-hmm. Women should enjoy this show with no embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And have you seen the third episode? Because I've been trying to find it unedited on YouTube. The shower shower is trying to get it. 19 minutes and 58 seconds into the third episode is what you're referencing. Yeah, I just want to know what were, you know, like, did it look, did everything look real about that? Or do you think that the producers (laughs) might be giving us, you know, a little more added something to the steam? Yeah. Well, I will admit I played it back a few times and I even (laughs) (laughs) took a pick. Good for you. So, but um, I can't, I can't tell. Yeah, can't yeah, tell if it's real or not. But you know, I mean, I spent a few minutes on it and then I moved on. Okay, yes, you okay. me. Okay, Maybe the I, thought of it, but really not whether or not it's real. Right. right, right. He's just so hot. It is, and you're. Oh yeah, you're right about that. That it is. Is sex positive? I mean, and so she. That's why I wanted to yes, call. You, say Lori, that say, about porn because that feels like a different isn't. thing. Yeah. It doesn't at all. Well, a little degrading versus well, I, positive. Yeah. And I compared a little bit to Bridgerton, which takes us yes, sort of a female romance novel, but then it takes it one step further. Right. And I think this is a current version of that. Mm-hmm. So it has some of that romance element yeah. to it, which. Uh, quite frankly, doesn't interest me too much, but it's good for me to <laughs> experience that. Yeah, and and, then, and did, and did you I mean, agree that there the camera was lingering on the the guy a, a little bit more? Where usually we get the lingering camera view of a woman. Oh yes, totally. Plus, um, the fact that these women are. Um, they have no shame about the fact that they enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, and to me, that's just such a relief. I mean, we should enjoy sex. Why do we have to be so ashamed of that? Right. And so these are interesting women. And um, she has a dilemma because the, the sex is playing such a role in her life yeah. right now. But yeah. But it's still the romance and still the conflict of relationships and love and all of that real stuff and sex is real too so i love seeing it oh, thank good. you i can't I, wait I, to I watch mean, it it is it is it is a good show will yeah. will do you think uh, like would your partner want to watch this with you 
Um, which one? I don't know. I Your partner. You. I love you that you said that. Thank you for, for calling trying, in. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. She wants to know if Casey would watch it yeah, with that's her. I don't it. know. I he don't likes know. anything with you know, yeah. like if there's sex and we you know there's some winding up to be done. I was thinking of that I, last night when I was watching it. If, yeah, you know, this would be something to yeah, watch with somebody. I, get, I thought of that. Okay. All right, um, Grant. Who do we have? We have Tana right now with us. Tana. Hello. What Hi. are you thinking about Sex Life on Netflix? Well, I finished it. Oh, good for you. Uh, <laughs> binged it. All right. Nice job. Yeah, I finished it, and I don't know if you guys mentioned that Billy and um, Brad are dating in real life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's very sexual um, with no shame attached, like the um, former caller right. said. The part that I struggle with is um, what happens. What happens as you progress through the series? Okay, we're not there, but you yeah. you think it's troublesome is in the plot? Is there obsession or anything like that going on? There's a lot going. Okay. On. Okay. <laughs> I think Lori, you really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, for a variety of reasons, I think. If you listen to the dialogue, if you, if you, I mean, the watching it, viewing what's going on the screen is, it's entertaining. But if you listen to the dialogue, it's very um, pro women. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I hope that they have a, um, I hope they have another season. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I'm only two and a half in. Mm hmm. And I'm not to the 19 minutes and 58 seconds yet that I'm supposed to be at, yeah. yet the shower scene. But I, I, Your I am... thoughts on the shower scene? Well, um... <laughs> that was a long well. I, I burst out laughing because I thought, well, that can't be. <laughs> so I, I went back and, um, uh, I, if it's, if it's a prosthetic, it's very lifelike. Yes. Okay. Um, but they did it. They they did it in a very tasteful, if you if you can, in a tasteful way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is true. Like, if a guy is sexually aroused in the shower and soaping himself, they do get a very delicious, you know, kind of reaction. Uh, yeah, but it's not all the way right. hard, but it's like semi soft hard, you know, and just this was no arousal. No arousal, hanging right down and just fleshy. Oh, the emphasis on hanging. Yeah. Okay. And listen, because everyone has read this headline for three days ever since I think it hit Netflix this weekend. So this has been the headline. And I'm so shocked that you haven't watched it. But Lori has spent hours combing the internet trying to find a non pixelated shower scene photo. Yeah. We're going to have to watch it. I mean, I am going to watch it. But it is is interesting that, um, that, that, like, what he's packing in that shower scene has caused such a reaction, which says to me, we need to be showing more schwanzes. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, um, uh, forgetting Sarah, um, yes. Silverman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like that. Yes. It gets your, it gets your attention. attention. Oh, that's right. I forgot that that's we had like full frontal. That's like the last time. Yeah. I mean, it's, we it need doesn't more, happen a lot. We need more frontal noodle. And you'll, you, you get a lot. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot. Um, it's, 
You know what? It's a very, very interesting. I, I finished it so quickly because the stories of each show are very captivating. Yeah. They are, aren't they? And I do love did a good. You, I, I love a good love triangle. So they had a line in it in the in number two, and it, it's about you know this woman's husband reads his wife's diary, and she's writing in her diary about, all the about hot her sex. hot life with this former lover, Brad. Oh God, is he getting and, turned on? And so one of the <laughs> things that they came up with the term subliminal spousal bibliotherapy, mm-hmm. and I don't know where that's gone, but that just came up in the second one, but I just I wrote that down because I thought, oh, yeah. is it a good idea to have your lover read your diary of all to your... find out of your sex capades? That's kind of where I was going with it, and just because I'm not very far in the series. Well, that comes up in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does, It's a, but it's a double-edged sword. That's what I'm thinking, too, yeah. Ooh, good All pun, right. too. Uh-huh. Good pun. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Oh, thanks for calling. And the show is Sex Slash Life, Life, and it's on Netflix. And um, I, the a show colleague, everyone's talking about. A colleague of ours said she was watching it, and her husband came home, and she was trying to hit escape, 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 you know. But why? But, but again, because it's very visual, Lori, and maybe it's just, you know, wherever you feel like you are in your relationship, how much, you know, like I'm just, but it just goes to show you that we're not used we're to that. Used to that, so we you think like you were calling it porn when you came right. in, but it really is. It is it's not. Just, it's a romance. It's just that we don't ever see. We this. never and, see and this. Bridgerton got put with that. Like oh, it's Regency England porn. And yeah. It's like, and the and I remember Shonda Rhimes was like, this Bridgerton, and it sounds like yes. these the showrunner for this show is saying. We are presenting everything through the female gaze of desire and, and carnal and, and it, lust, and it's not through the and male And women gaze. do have desire yeah, yeah, yeah. and lust right. and everything, so it's good It's good that it's out there. I think you're going to like it. All right. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. No, wait. Lori's going to love it. Love it. We're going to have a report it. back tomorrow. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> okay, okay, and I'll just give one last TV thing. You can watch all three seasons of uh, Yellowstone it must be going to be coming back, but starting Saturday on the Paramount Network, or you, if you're streaming it. Um, but they're throwing, they're showing all three seasons back to back. Okay. Yeah. So, but we, I think they're doing this because for to get caught up is coming. Yeah, it's they're so ready good. to announce the date. I love so. that you told it. So that's good viewing in the heat. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. All right. Listen, we come back. We are going to. We're. I have a little karaoke for us. Oh, all right. BTS update. Oh, well, you know, yesterday we talked about what the 2021 song of the summer will be. Well, BTS is number one for the fifth straight week in a row. But Butter? uh, Butter, which we just heard. And it is the first track since Despacito, which, what was that, 2017? Yes. To sell at least 100,000 copies in its first weeks. And it's the first song by a group to be on top of the Hot 100 since Mariah and Boys to Men one sweet day. This is wow. the company that BTS wow. is All in. Right. Just FYI, you guys. And Ed Sheeran, while doing an Insta uh, live for his Bad Habits, which is coming off his next album, he collaborated with BTS on a new track called Permission to Dance. So Ed Sheeran and BTS have collaborated. It's going to be great. I think so. Yep. Anyway, okay, so uh, I we've not done our karaoke for just days, Julia. First of all, she had a week off here and there. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, we really, Grant, we really brought Rocco onto the side of 
Kelly Clarkson could just do a cover album of her favorite 100%. covers. She's amazing. No, she's got one of the most beautiful, strongest, amazing voices, voices. in all of all and, of anything, anything. And of course, in her hook that she has on her talk show is that yes. she opens every episode with Kelly Oki. And it is a strip down. They do like two minutes of the song. And her band, y'all... Which is the name of her band and that her backup okay, singer? Okay, that makes me laugh. That her band is called Y'all. Y'all, and for all the time she goes, she I, I'd says, like yeah. to thank my band, Y'all. And I always said she was talking to us. The See, that's that, what I would have thought. That's her, it's her band, Y'all. <laughs> that's hysterical. And the gal who, because they did, I think Kelly did on her own show. They did, a, or maybe it was the Today Show. They did a thing about how Kelly is so good at singing that her band, Y'all, they know how what. Key and pitch and all of that, and that backup singer, the other woman, she can sing so much like Kelly. Mm -hmm. So they know how to arrange it around her. And Kelly doesn't even practice practice the song. She comes, she read, looks at the music. They play like she get here's a she hears the instrumentation and Mm -hmm. hears her, and then here's the beginning, and then she just does it cold. That's, she's, that's what's amazing. Like, I always thought, oh, this Kelly Oki must take her days. She's got to learn all the words. Well, they're probably up on a thing right in front of her. The band has already done it. They seem like they're playing it. So back to back this week, she did two very different songs. This was yesterday's okay. Semi-Sonic's Closing Time. I kind of loved it. You hear the words in a different way when you don't hear the... One that you know of. Because oh, that's course. such an iconic yes, song. Yes, it is. And that, you know, Semi Sonic made some money yesterday. Yes, they did. You I know? love it. <laughs> and then on Monday, she did the song by Soft Cell Tainted Love. Here we go. I mean, just like, I She's don't know. So she can just really sing anything. The, only, you, thing, the yeah. only one she did was, I think she did a Burning Love. That by we, Elvis. You didn't like it. You didn't like the... He, she sang it slow. too slow for you. It was too slow for me. The Burning yeah. Love by Kelly. That is really the only one that I was just like, that is not... Just she makes it different. I don't know. You hear the words different, but we do know the words to that song. Yes, we do. Oh, this is... Uh, you're taking off your clothes and dancing to that song. Okay, so this is really interesting news about the weekend, aka Abel Tesfe. I think is how you say his real name, who we know is a musician. We know he's good at staying in characters because he was the drunk driving guy from yeah. Blinding Lights for like a year wearing the red suit. So per deadline. He is going to try his hand at acting. Now, he did play himself in that movie, Uncut Gems, which... I never saw it. Never did. Heard it was great. Adam Sandler. Um, I heard it was an anxiety attack, and if you have an anxiety, you probably don't want to see it. Yeah, and he's played, I think, he's done skits on SNL, so he is going to... The guy who's the showrunner for Euphoria, Yeah, they have sold this this show to HBO called The Idol, which is the series follows a female pop singer who starts a romance with this club very owner. charming L.A. club owner mm-hmm. who's the leader of a secret cult. Oh, I love this. Okay, and I'm thinking The weekend is going to be the club yes. owner who's the leader of a secret uh, cult. So he, uh, you know... I love this. Yeah, so anyway... That's, the Idol, he's going to star and mm-hmm. co-write. And co-write, yeah. So so we'll, we, we don't really... Uh, 
I mean, that we know he's just, we know he wants to act based on the fact that he did act bland, blinding lights out exactly. for a year. So, and I guess Sam Levinson, whose show runs Euphoria, um, and that show is executive produced by Drake. Oh, it Euphoria, is? yeah. So, anyway, I don't know if there'll be any kind, but he's going to be the weekend, the idol, the actor. I like it. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Why not? Yeah, why not? And that's a, you know, HBO. We know they like to do a good show. Yes, they do. You know, and but, that rhymes uh, a little. Uh, by the way, we'll, we'll get back to Nas, little Nas X. But there's like Madonna. People are oh, mad no. at Madonna. Well, we, we you, were, you you need to tell us the whole story. I'll tell you the okay, whole story. Cause, cause I, and rightly so, Lori. <laughs> I don't know. Madonna's don't. so thirsty. <laughs> Jeez. But you can you can cheer for her and support her and her and Sharon Stone when we come back. You're listening to My Talk 1071. This is Lori and Julia. We'll be right back.